Welcome into this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined as always by Justin Wells. Hey, the two of us, we could shoot a basketball. Now, we couldn't play like last night, but we're going to talk football recruiting. It's flip season, and we're talking today. It's Texas versus Florida, Texas versus Auburn, Texas versus Texas A&M. Texas doesn't start playing football games in the SEC till next year. Texas is in the SEC recruiting right now, Justin Wells. And we're going to talk about all those guys, those flip candidates, guys Texas is battling on. And we'll also get to the weekly Kobe Black update. But before we get to any of that, it's time to talk about the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. That's Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep tabs on protection for all your stuff, everything from your home, car, boat, to your motorcycle, RV, and even your ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 35 years of experience, you will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Give him a call again at 512-218-8571. Seven one. Thank you to Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders for being the uh, sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. All right, Justin, let's get into it. It's SEC recruiting. Here we go. We're going to start with Florida versus Texas because that has Florida recruiting trying to flip DeAndre Robinson and Jarrett Gibson, which I think that ship's sailing away, um, barring a change. But then there's Texas trying to flip Xavier Phil Same and Wardell Mack. And Texas needs another safety in this class. They definitely need another corner prospect in this class outside of even Kobe Black, who will talk They would to take two if Texas, Mac presented himself. Texas would take three defensive backs to close out this high school recruiting class. Right. So, um, all right, Justin. Florida lost to Arkansas. Oof, that wasn't good. And they have LSU and Missouri on the road, and then they have Florida State at home to try to save their season. Um, Xavier, are they even bowl eligible yet? No, no, they're five. No, they're five and four. If they lose out five and seven, now five and seven does get you in a bowl, yeah. But that ain't the kind of bowl Billy Napier and those guys want to go to. That's not that's not that's not go. They'd rather go bowling at uh on a Friday night somewhere locally than that. Um, so look, Xavier feels same was at USC to watch that great defensive performance last weekend. Uh, but I was told last week, um, that look, this continues to look like a recruitment that he will either play in the state of Florida or in the state of Texas, which means Texas has the best chance here to flip Xavier Phil Same. Uh, mom, just just for uh, we have some Texas fans that haven't heard the background here. His mom lives in Orlando. His dad lives with McKinney uh, or lives in McKinney. Uh, plans to stay in McKinney, so it's not a situation where if, if both family members are going to live in Florida or Texas. Um, so Xavier feels same as got, he, he's got, got an interesting decision to make early playing time impact playing time, uh, is big for him. The way Florida Justin has sold this is they didn't sell this season as, Hey, we went six and seven last year, but we're going 10 and two and competing in the sec. They smartly stayed away from backing themselves in the corner. What they did say was come be part of this rebuild. They're playing some young guys. Um, but you know, Justin, when we talk about this, um, the next step, obviously, is getting Phil Same on campus. Until him and his dad get on campus, we're just talking right now. 
then it gets real. Right. And, and you know, I, I gave Blake Gideon a hard time on this show because it felt like it took too long for Texas to jump into the mix. It took it. They didn't offer till what, a few months ago on a guy that's an easy offer a year ago, in my opinion, at least athletically. And then yeah. you sort it out. And then so I gave Gideon a hard time. But you know what's funny? If they would have played the long game and built this relationship a year or so ago, I don't know if they would be the hot girl in class like they yeah, are now. Good point. And now it, it, it's one of those things where Texas has, has come on strong. Texas is, has really made up a lot of ground in a short time. And I think the fact that they haven't been on him for a couple years and pushing and pushing, I think absolutely helps Texas. And the fact that Billy Napier and those guys are having a hard time in Gainesville, obviously, but you said it, until him and his family, dad or mother or both, get on campus, we're just talking. But that's the beauty of this because Phil Same and Texas are just talking. And that's how these things start to roll down the hill. And so at the end of the day, I like that Texas – I didn't like the way they handled the recruitment at first, but now – not looking too bad. This angle, this process isn't looking too bad from Texas standpoint. Hey, and if you're Texas, here's what you have to sell, Texas fans. This was pretty simple. Hey, look at our freshman Derek Williams. Look <laughs> at the impact he's had. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Keaton Crawford's gone, Jaron Thompson's gone, and Jalen Catalan's gone after this year. So, what you think about that? I mean, it's pretty simple <laughs> on that level. There is a path to the field, Jerry, and it is. Yeah, and he's an early enrollee, Justin. He's an early enrollee, so he's they all are. The path to the field. They all. But, well, and that's what Texas say. Hey, Derek Williams, if he had been an early enrollee, he'd be starting right now. Oh, oh, you're an early enrollee, right? Oh, that's great for you. Yeah, Derek. Derek was an early enrollee, like a lot of these guys, and and feel same. I, like you and I talked about this off the air a ton. Like, what was Texas waiting for? We would go up through DFW, and that's a spot that they just hadn't contacted him. And then they offered Riley Pettijohn. And then they started talking to Zadie and Gentry. And then all of a sudden, Phil Same's name pops up. And I think, hey, this is a guy that could come in. And there, there's a clear path to the field, Jerry. Yeah, no doubt about it. Then the other guy Texas and Florida are battling on is very interesting to me. That's Wardell Mack uh, out of John Era in New Orleans, which he literally – as a kid, played on the same playground that Terry Joseph played on as a kid, which tells me, man, that that's actually kind of cool. That's a great in in recruiting as you look at Wardell Mack there. Here's what Texas has to overcome on this one, Justin, after going to visit him twice. He likes, he likes the state of Florida. Look, I lived down there six years. I get it. He really likes the idea of being a college football player and living in Florida. And that's why he's probably going to be at the FSU Miami game this weekend, which has been scheduled a while. Um, but, but here's the but: FSU, Texas, and LSU are recruiting him and have been like this is a recruitment very much in play. Steve Sarkeesian and Terry Joseph are in contact with Wardell and his family multiple times every week. Uh, that communication's never slowed down. Um, and again, here's the interesting thing with this recruitment. If Florida struggles on the way home, I mean that maybe that could help Florida State in this as well. But because Florida State may be the sleeper, I I half thought Wardell was going to play in the SEC, but Florida State could be a sleeper player here um, because of that he likes Florida, um, state of Florida. But if Florida struggles again, you know these last three games, Justin, if they finish five and seven, 
I mean, it it may they maybe have some tough family discussions in there. Um, that's what I think is going to be interesting about this recruitment is when you sit down at that table, you sit down on the couch, and you really discuss these things. If Florida continues to struggle on the field, what if there's coaching changes at Florida after not the head coach, but on the defensive side of the ball? Then what are you going to do? I mean, what is your thought process? So that's the thing that plays into these flips, Justin. Is when these teams start struggling direction of program is the thing you don't want to hear or the thing you do want to hear if you're trying to flip a player that and also you know what's funny i i feel like this is you know florida obviously but then i got texas and florida state as as the two number twos yeah i don't think lsu is a factor as much as they want to be right i don't think they've been a factor in this recruitment for almost nine months and it's so odd, a kid from the back, back, backwoods, like a Derek Williams, an Arch Manning, guys that, you know, a Melvin Hills the third, guys that, that, that usually LSU would just snack, put on the roster and be done. This kid is, I don't see him staying in state. I think all the ties he has to Florida are big. I really do. And I, especially on the defensive coaching staff. But Texas is, they were number two in this. Don't get it twisted. When he decided Texas was, you and I were talking about late in, I believe it was in July or August, where this kid might actually pick Texas. And, and Joseph Sark and those guys, like you said, they have maintained that contact. He is a numbers buster. You take yeah. a Kobe Black when you can get him, and you take a Wardell Mack when you can get him. I don't care what the scholarships look like because those guys play early. And the best thing for Texas is playing those young corners. Maybe no doubt. Uh, uh, Terrence Brooks, those young guys are getting on the field, seeing seeing PT, and Wardell Mack wants a nice little clear path, just like Phil saying. And outside of the state of Texas, there's four states where Texas, I think, has can have the greatest impact in recruiting right now, and is. It's Louisiana and Florida looking east. It's Arizona and California looking west. And yeah. to Justin's point, Louisiana, if you look at the way Sark put this staff together, he put this staff together with the state of Louisiana in mind with that SEC move ahead. Terry Joseph, Bo Davis, Brandon Harris, um, there Hankton, who was on staff prior. There is a lot of Pelican State, Louisiana flavor with a lot of long-term relationships on this staff. All right, Justin, let's move on to – we're going to go Auburn. We're going to leave the Aggies for last because I think they are almost last in the SEC West, so we should save them for last. Um, I guess not. Well, well, maybe if they lose to Mississippi State Saturday. All right, Auburn. Texas and Auburn are battling a couple of guys here down the stretch. Yeah. For sure. DeAndre Carter, look, I'll say this. We'll get him out of the way. We'll move to TJ Lindsay. DeAndre Carter struggling with this decision I mean, right now. That's where we're at. I think Texas and Auburn thought this thing would have already come to a conclusion, yet it hasn't. Yeah. And Auburn has a lot of pressure to keep. Auburn's winning just enough. They're trying to get to that Iron Bowl, see if they can pull that up big upset um, with those kids in the stands, right? Auburn's hanging in there. They have a lot of pressure to keep Carter in the class. Uh, he's the only high school offensive lineman committed, and they don't want him to flip during the season. I know they're going to rebuild from the portal on the offensive line. Right. But Carter is so interesting, Justin, before we move on to TJ Lindsay, because proximity, easier travels, Austin to SoCal. Pretty easy there, right? Auburn's tough to get to. Um, Kyle Flood's resume for development, the Texas trajectory, the program, other modern-day kids, including Brandon Baker, Spencer Shannon, guys in 2025, Jordan Davis and Marcus Harris. There's a lot of things that line up for Texas. You know what lines up for Auburn? 
easier path to the field. So that's yeah. really, I think Carter's really struggling with this decision right now, and we'll see how long it plays out. But, uh, Justin, let's talk T.J. Well, Lynn. Real quick on Carter, too. Don't forget, he's been to Austin multiple times. Yes. Yes, that, that place he I remember when we talked to him after junior day, that place made an impression on him. And I think that's part of the whole all the data points that you had built up. I think Carter sees all his friends, that familiarity and the fact that he has been to Austin multiple times is the reason he's so intrigued. But that yeah. path to, to starting early, playing early is not clear in Austin because flood yeah. has been building monsters. You have to have a little, you have to have a little patience as a guard, but it right, does right, pay right. off for you. Exactly. All right. TJ Lindsay's interesting, Justin, because he's in contact with Sark and Bo, Texas, and Miami. It's the same three schools he came down to. Now he was always going to go to the SEC, right? It was going to be Auburn or Texas at the end of the day. Um, but He's scheduled. He's told. He told me Sunday. I think it was Sunday. We talked. He may be in town for the Texas Tech game since he couldn't make it uh, for Kansas State, and that was going to be an issue once the 11 a.m. start came out. But he's also scheduled to be at the Auburn, uh, the Iron Bowl, the next day. So I, 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 I'll be surprised if he's on campus for the Tech game because that's just a lot of travel. But what's interesting um, is he's a guy who's watched the Texas defensive line this year and said, "Hmm." That looks pretty good now. I mean, yeah. and Bo Davis, Bo Davis has a really good song to sing in recruiting right now. Not a bus conversation, a song to sing in recruiting right now. Um, he, he has two guys. Sweat's going to be a first-round pick if he stays healthy the last four or five games of the year here. Uh, Byron Murphy, I mean, he's elevating himself as well. I mean, second, third-round pick after having two guys drafted last year. So Bo's got a really good clean recruiting pitch right now for a guy like TJ Lindsay, who is having some second thoughts. But Justin, Auburn also knows that if they're going to truly build their program, they can't lose defensive linemen like this who are committed. You know, out of all the flip candidates, Jerry, TJ is the one I have the least amount of faith in Texas flipping and not, and, and, and it's not that they couldn't, it's, they're obviously still interested. Like you said, there's still that communications open. Lindsay's still looking to make drip trips and, and, and potential visit. I just think this one's, this is, I, I this one's just going to be, this is going to be a struggle. Yeah. This one's going to be a struggle. Out of all the other ones, you could make a claim that could absolutely happen. I feel like Lindsay's the least, but like you said, things are growing the last few months. He's watching Texas D line playing. It's hard to deny that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But again, TJ's got to get back uh, to Austin. He came for an official visit. They're going to have to get him back on campus. But the one thing, before we move to Texas A&M, which will be the most fun probably, maybe, we'll see, um, is, look, these visits don't have to happen on game day weekends. I think we cover recruiting during the season, so the game day weekends are big. But here's the thing to remember. After these guys' high school seasons are over, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Come on campus for a day. You're only around the, the, the coaching staff. There's no, there's not 100,000 fans. There's nothing like this. You're with the coaching staff. You're in the facility. You're watching a practice. You're in the film room. You're in the position room. There's a lot of very positive things uh, that come from a recruiting standpoint for teams to get these guys on campus, not on the game day, when it's a lot of one-on-one time or one-on-four time with the whole defensive staff. So it's just something to remember there. All right, Justin, let's move to AM. Ty Anthony Smith. I mean, look, I, you know, those mighty Mississippi State Bulldogs are coming to town. AM, I think, is on QB3 this week. I don't even know. Do we know who QB3 is, Justin? I didn't know Max Johnson got hurt. Yeah, I think he hurt his ribs at the end of that Ole Miss game. So we'll see if they, uh, they tr- trot him out there. I, I don't think it happened. So Ty Anthony Smith. Of all the guys when guys started bouncing out of this recruiting class for AM, Draylon Miller first to go, likely LSU. Weston Davis flips to LSU. Uh, Terry Bussey, a lot of LSU talk, right, Justin? Right. In the one, he had an official visit scheduled for the Kansas game, didn't end Texas Kansas game to visit Texas officially, didn't end up making the trip. Right. Um, he's been the one that stuck, it's been the strongest with AM. But yes. you just wonder with each loss, when there's nothing positive coming out of the program, is Jimbo going to be back? Is DJ Durkin going to be back? Man, if you're Texas, you just sit there and keep communicating, keep sending videos of Jalen Ford. Hey, he's up for this award, right? And we're 8-1, ranked 5 in the country. You just kind of hang around the rim, as us basketball guys like to say, Justin. Hang around the rim and see what happens here in the next 35 days. You know, Ty Anthony, you got to give him respect. Him, I do. Him and Terry Bussey deserve a lot of respect because those are two basically East Texas kids that, and I've seen this with other East Texas kids in recruiting cycles previously, just because a couple guys decommit does not lend them to decommitting. They feel like once they commit, they're locked in. Okay. They feel like they would be disrespecting the coach or they would be, they, they just don't want to be like everyone else. Okay, well, I'm jumping out too because you, you almost look like you're following the leader. Bussy and Ty Anthony are their le- are leaders of their own, and yeah. so I think that's what's going to be interesting here. Texas has maintained it, but look, you know who has a, as good a chance of flipping him as Texas is USC. He has been so consistent talking USC for the last year. I, USC was in that top three when he made his decision. They they, they made a big impression. Now, granted, Grinch just was was let go. We saw what what the what the USC defense looks like. He could probably go in there and play pretty early. My thing with him is I was so impressed with his game last week against Silsby. He was a one-man show. He tried to he played both sides of the ball the entire yeah. game and almost scored the winning, almost had the winning score on fourth down. He was the guy with the ball and he was stuffed. It wound up being an incredible football game. Ty Anthony is a ball player. He is an old school guy that Texas doesn't even want linebackers to cycle. But if Ty Anthony Smith wants to jump in, come oh, on yeah. in. If Justin Williams wants to jump on in, come on in. That's and how we'll, valuable I think Ty Anthony Smith is. 
He's old school in the fact that he can play some inside backer. He doesn't get stuck in the wash. He's good at gap control. Keep on him because December's right around the corner, and this is another kid that could see early playing time. No doubt. And, and here's the thing to that point, uh, Justin. I was going to say, why does Texas want him? Six one and a half with a 79-inch wingspan, physical, can run. Um, there's a lot of similarities to Jalen Ford and Ty Anthony Smith's game and in the way he approaches the game. Yes. And that's yes. why it's such a big recruiting battle and Jeff Choate's not backing off of Ty Anthony Smith. All right, before we get to our weekly Kobe Black update, you brought in Justin Williams. I was going to bring one Georgia one in, probably a long, a long shot. I was going to bring one Georgia guy in, though, uh, because, hey, there's nothing that we want to see uh, more as Texas fans than Will Muschamp and Glenn Schumann going head-to-head against Texas on a real a five-star linebacker. So we're both uh, kind of close to this one. Uh, we both believe it's a long shot. Uh, but, look, you don't back off. You recruit through the there's whistle. There's something there, Jerry. You recruit through the whistle on five-star prospects, that especially that at positions of need or guys who you feel like can be a difference maker. You don't back off those guys, first of all. There's a reason Florida's not backing off of DeAndre Robinson and Jarrett Gibson. You don't just let those guys leave your state without a fight. That's how you lose um, your job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but flipping guys from Georgia is always a tough thing right now, right? I mean, but the I mean, it's, it's the toughest. Um, but again, He's maintained contact with Sarkin Choke. Whenever they call, he picks up the phone here in the last month and a half. So you don't do that if you're totally shut down. Now, Texas has invited Justin Williams and Joseph Jonah John Yeti Games, and to this point, they didn't make it, and there's only one left. So if there's a visit, it probably is not going to happen on a game day, what we talked about earlier. But Texas is working to get him on campus. They are. And, and we, you know, I've actually spoke with Justin multiple times over the last three or four weeks. There's something there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing this otherwise. There's something there. And he made. He had a really good quote the other day after after their game with Willis. He said, "You know, my best relationship is with Georgia and Coach Schumann. That's a guy I talk to every day. I talk to his kids. Like they have the best bond." He said, "But of course, I'm going to talk to Texas because you know my recruitment's still there. It's not. It's not over." And so when he when he sneaks in little sentences like that, it gets your attention. I'm not. I'm not saying Justin Williams is going to flip. I, I think it's probably far fetched, but there's something there. I've done this a while. You've done this twice as a while. Like you can kind of read tea leaves on a lot of these kids, and sometimes they don't always give away the answer. Sometimes you got to go find the story. Sometimes you got to go see him, his coach, his family. And I think I love that Texas. Unlike with Ty Anthony, I love how. They're, they're still going after him. They go see him. They went to his game a couple weeks ago, and Jeff Choate and Sark are like, look, if you want to stay closer to home because mom wants you to stay closer to home, you want to be two hours from campus, we're right here, and Justin's answering the phone. Yep, he's still answering the phone, and that's the key. All right, before we get to our weekly Kobe Black update, of which there's not much, but we'll talk about it. Let's um, <laughs> take another second for a Texas All-State agent, Mark Saunders. Uh, when it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep tabs on protection for all your stuff. Everything from your home, car, boat, motorcycle, RV, and even your ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512 512- 
218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 35 years of experience, you will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Again, give him a call at 512-218-8571. Are you seeing insurance prices rise? I think most of us are. Well, yes. all state agent Mark Saunders is seeing ways to help you save. Without Mark's 35 years of experience, you might miss a few. And I would say yes to Justin as well. Insurance rates are on the rise. So thank you to Mark Saunders, Allstate, a Texas Allstate agent. All right, Justin, we got it. Everybody wants to know. We always talk about it every week. Kobe Black. Um, hey, the one thing we know about Kobe Black this season, he's getting to celebrate with Corey Black a lot. Listen. Oklahoma State might be the other team in this. We've always wondered who the number two team was. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's the uh, maybe it's Gundy up there. But we but we also know this: Texas still leads large. So just in the latest on Kobe Black. Yeah, I'll blink as a proof of life in that in in this regard. Um, it, I, I think it's still Texas. It's one of those things where until we tell you it's not, you got to just sort of take it. Take, take it to the bank. You got to just sort of rely on that. And Kobe is under the covers. He's underground. He does not like publicity. He does not like attention. It, this recruit recruiting thing started two and a half years ago for him. He was on, on campus almost three years ago during a January junior day. So this thing has started a long time. So Kobe is keeping himself reserved so it doesn't get caught up in his head. You know why? He had two older brothers go through the process, and he watched how they did it. He has a dad that went through the process. He he knows how he did it. Kobe and Texas look fantastic. It, it's going to be Texas versus the field at this stage. A&M is still pushing for a visit. I know Oregon is still trying to get him on campus. But at the end of the day, um, it, it's Texas against the field. I like Oklahoma State as a runner-up because he, he has been out there a lot to see his brother. And I, granted, they're doing pretty well. They're having a good season. I think – I think if we see them at the, if Texas sees them at the Big Twelve Championship, it, you know it'll be an interesting. That would be a game he'll visit. Well, just sure. no, Justin. Here's the interesting question this week, and you, I know what you're going to ask, and I'm ready to answer it. What did Kobe Black tell his dad after Texas beat Kansas State, where his dad played? Ah, yeah, I'm not sure you thought that was the question. No. <laughs> I bet you're going to ask how much eligibility his brother Corey at Oklahoma well, still has. That too. There's that question. That's because that's, that's what Kobe talked to me about yeah. last time I saw him. There's no doubt. But I just, well, you know, look, his dad played at Kansas State for Bill Snyder, and I just, you know, I, I just wonder what Kobe had to say after that game was over. But we may never know, or we may not know for about a month. Um, <laughs> hey, we're gonna. I'll get you an today. answer. I'll get you an answer. <laughs> we're going to close out today with one oh, uncommitted guy, Solomon Williams who told Chad Simmons of On3 that he'll make an announcement the, uh, sometime near the end of this month. Um, look, when he, he was at Alabama for the LSU game uh, this weekend, um, obviously there's a belief that Alabama's in the top two. There was a belief, though, coming out of A&M and Texas visits, there was A&M or Texas. Now, since that time, A&M's, you know, all the questions around there hurts. He went to Oregon. He, he's always liked Oregon. He's Oregon. They all do, Jerry. They love it. They if love Oregon it. was closer to the center of the United States, yep. they would have the top recruiting class almost every cycle. No doubt. Uh, us olds may not love the uniforms, but the kids they love the uniforms. love it. But here's the thing. Elijah Rushing committed to Oregon. 
Yeah, is Oregon going to try guy. to get greedy? They ha- they signed about eight defensive linemen last year. <laughs> the number of edge per- players. They're getting ready for the Big Ten. I mean, look, but so here's the thing. Alabama wants Solomon. Um, A&M wants Solomon. Texas is right there with Solomon. Miami's been trying as of late to get him on campus, but I don't think it'll happen. So is LSU. I don't think that's going to happen um, necessarily. We'll see. But uh, the key comes down to how hard is Texas going to push here in the last couple of weeks? I mean, that look, Colin Simmons is in uh, top edge rush prospect in the country. Zena, upside prospect at edge. They're young at edge. You got Barron. You got Burke, who's going to be a dude. Vosick's redshirt. Billy Walton, redshirt. <clears throat> There's some guys. Jamon Tapp coming on. Tapp, so, baby. There, there is – it's not a need to take a third at high school edge in this class <clears> – <throat> It would almost be Texas getting a little greedy or them saying Solomon Williams outside of Colin Simmons is just a better pass rusher naturally. And he may be a little undersized, but there's, yeah. it's hard to find guys that naturally rush the passer. So for Texas fans, that's what it's going to come down to. They don't have to have Solomon Williams in this class because of the reasons we just laid out. It's going to come down to say, do we take the extra edge rusher in this class if we can get him? He reminds me of Justice Finkley. With, same with size, edge same in, yes, Frank. Intangible, same, all that kind of stuff. And Texas really like Finkley. And so yeah. I, I'm with you on this one. You, you, you've actually you, you've had more of this recruitment than anybody. Um, I think it, he's the wild card to me. Yes. He's the one that on National Signing Day, we're going to look at each other and go, wow, that happened. Because yeah. we, there's so much, uh, it's not predictable at this stage. And right. Solomon's, he's, he's the last girl at the bar. He, he's getting all the attention before early signing day comes up. And so they, I think they're going to get an edge in the portal anyway. And with that mindset, there's no need to push. Would you right. take it? Yes. But to push, you got Colin and Zena, like you said, in the mix already. There you go. Uh, that I, well said, Justin Wells. Uh, and that's been this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown, the Flip Targets, Flip Watch. Here we are, our favorite. Outside of when the portal opens, December 4th, which this recruiting breakdown, we're going to get portal. We're going to go portaling a lot in December, Justin. It's going to be fun. Uh, But for Justin Wells, this is Jerry Hamilton. Thank you for joining in this week's edition of the recruiting breakdown, and we'll talk to you again next week.